You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It sure is, and nice to have you along for the ride. Badge and Sats here with you on a Tuesday night. Lots going on in the world of sports, Scotty Sattler. Welcome to the show as we uh, keep our eye, one eye on the third ODI, Australia yes. and England. Started um, on fire too, Australia. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a bit of uh, a bit of a rain stoppage there for a while. But, yeah, going along very, very nicely. Lots to talk about tonight, mate. Um, the, uh, the FIFA World Cup continues and our man, uh, he's not over there. He's with us here. Jack, he's all over it. Jack, tired. Ha- what I'm hearing, there's a, there's a look, there is some good stuff on the games, but there's a lot of negativity around, isn't there, with, uh, with beer and crowds and all sorts of there's stuff. There's a lot of negativity riding into the World Cup for a lot, couple of years, hasn't there? Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, uh, it's just unsavory, you know. Well, it's just, it's just stuff, ridiculous but... that they actually gave it to Qatar. Let's face it, in the yeah, first place. Yeah, yeah. So once you You're kind of... You're a dead horse, really, aren't you? Yeah, yeah so once you just accept target. it, yeah. you just kind of have to Gotta accept go along it. With be it. aware of it, but just move on. Because if you keep picking at it, you just be like, well, we should never have had it. Well, mm. I, I feel f- sorry for some of the fans. I see some of the English fans got locked out because there was a ticketing problem. They couldn't get... <laughs> oh, then they, they, get also, they can't get a beer. They've also... The, the attendance... Amounts are being questioned as well in, in well, the stands. One of the, uh, two of the games, they announced that there was more fans than the capacity of oh, the stadium. Wow. So, wow. Don't know where they've come from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there were a few people doubled up in seats. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's well, it. Or they leave at half time and the other guys come in. Yeah. I know. It's a bit, it is very, very dodgy. Hey, uh, true or false coming up tonight on the show. Uh, if you want to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown, that's a barbecue. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, you can go to iCanWin.com. Dot au uh, Hot topic, Sats. I like this one. Should we see the return of kangaroo tours? Now, to the listeners out there, they think, well, they've just come back from the kangaroo no. tour. No, there's a difference between a tour, a Tri-Nations, a World Cup, and a kangaroo tour. So a kangaroo tour is not just every time Australia goes on tour, the Australian Rugby League side. Well, the last official kangaroo tour, the official, was 1994. Yes. Yes. They did have some other um, shortened versions mm-hmm. since then. Um, but, you know, I, I went uh, on a couple. I went, But I went to New Zealand. I went to Papua New Guinea on tours. They don't count as kangaroos tours. They were kangaroos touring, but they weren't kangaroos But tours. a lot of players post-1994 still refer to them as, I went on a kangaroo tour. What? Can you yep. set them straight? Mm. Well, I have They're on a number themselves. of occasions, but I can't question them because I never represented Australia. Well, you should have, Scott. I should do it on behalf of my father. Yes. Can I do that? He went on a few. Okay. In proxy. No, one. Oh, one. 67, yeah. Jeez, is that all? I can't believe that. <laughs> he should have gone on many more than that. Don't forget, you can text us anytime and tell us what you think. 0457 736 736. And get us on Twitter at SportsDayQLD, whatever that is. 
Uh, this is Sports Day for the eight-seat Kia Carnival, a grand utility vehicle. Hang around. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Okay, let's get stuck into our NRL update, Scotty Sattler. You can rely on your local Repco authorised service centre. The Kangaroos are back in town, and and uh, the other players as well from other teams. In fact, um, actually, the highlight I think is is some of the stuff we see with uh, Samoa and their um, you know their uh, their war cries and the Tongans, and I love the Fijian teams when they the do their hymns yeah. and 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 the Haka, of course. But um, when the uh, Samoan team came back into Sydney Airport, their fans and families and friends uh, gathered around to show their uh, gratitude. This is about 5am. Have a listen to this. Oh, can you imagine that? So passionate, and again, I, I know losing the World Cup final isn't isn't great for any nation, but just oh, to, make, to make it there after what they've gone through, they're... the Samoan national team in in rugby league, it's it's amazing, and and we we see we see the passion in the streets. Oh, on Sunday, Sunday morning, I was walking going for a walk in the morning, and and uh, this Samoan family had set up camp at this barbecue. They had all their Samoan flags up. Just to celebrate, I walked by. I said, hey, "Here you going, guys? Yeah, just to celebrate making the final, yeah. even though they'd lost it. Just making the final. So it's a significant right. day for for all Samoans who it really is. And and a lot like when Tonga really burst onto the scene in 2017. I yeah. think it's it's just great for our game. Uh, we're going to talk about that pretty soon about uh, how Mal Meninga's back and his team and what he thinks about the uh, the scheduling uh, across the next four years and Kangaroo tours. Hey, talk about the Kangaroos. Um, Rabbitohs star Latrell Mitchell. Is uh, is going to enter into some serious talks with South Sydney now that he's back. Um, came back with the uh, the champion Kangaroos. Have scored. He scored a double in that final. His current deal at the Rabbitohs expires at the end of next year. Yes. That means he can he can field offers, but they're going to lock him up on a on a I reckon on a, a mid to long term deal for some very good dollars. How old do you think he is? He's only twenty five. Is he? 25 oh, years of age. He's got a lot of good footy in him. And uh, I tell you, he's, a, uh, he's very marketable. He's he's a match winner. He's got he's so much going for him. He really has. Yeah, the thing about Luttrell is that uh, I think a lot of clubs, and because we're, we're probably not reading about it because I'd like to think it's probably not happening, but we, we read about every club that, or every player that's coming off November 1 for 2023, uh, able to talk right now like he is, and they're linked to every club. But no one seems to go near Latrell because he's made it plainly clear that this club is my club. Yes. It represents my people. They've got a great Indigenous heritage, this club, have for many, many decades. I'm not going anywhere. Mm. So it seems to me that no one even bothers making the phone call to the manager just to say, hey, is there a possibility? Maybe Wayne Bennett is confident that he could get him at the Dolphins for 2024. I don't, think, I don't think it's ever going to happen. No, mm. I agree. Hey, talking about massive blockbusting players who are just – uh, enormous and can break the line. Sammy Walker from <laughs> uh, shoulders young, like a brown snake. He's the opposite, isn't he? But apparently, yeah. apparently he's beefed up a bit as he will keep doing over the years. But he's never going to be a big unit. The but he is an ad, absolutely outstanding talent. Uh, the Roosters have made sure that he won't return to Queensland. Now he's he's uh, born and bred 
in southeast Queensland, son of uh, Ben, former Bronco, uh, nephew of Chris and Shane. But really, it seems he's a big part of the uh, the future for the Roosters. They've locked him up uh, for another couple of years. You know, if I was the Roosters, I would be offering Sam's father and uncle, Ben and Shane, some sort of coaching roles. Because it's a matter of time before they get a coaching role at an NRL club. Now, I'm led to believe if they got the Gold Coast Titans coaching job, Sam Walker would have gone. Mm. And he would have taken a couple of players with him as well. So I think it would be wise for a Sydney club, or mostly the Roosters, where Sam Walker is now, to, to offer them some sort of coaching role. They're very good coaches. Yep. They're tremendous human beings, both the brothers, Ben and Shane. And it would also be tying up a, a really important asset in what, your club. What job would you give it, Uncle Chris? Like, would he be in um, entertainment, entertainment, or marketing, mm. or yep. whatever? So, <laughs> got something for everyone. Uh, Jared Wallace has revealed Sats. This is the uh, former Titan, former Bronco, that he knew immediately he wanted to go to the Dolphins when they were announced as a new side, and he even joked in an interview that um, he told his manager, "If you don't get me up there, I'll fire you." Um, well, I think. I don't think Jared had a lot of options. I think, to be fair, the Dolphins were his only option. Yes. I think so. Look, I'm really glad he's got a club, and he did play some good footy this year. He did, yeah. Um, I'm not sure his manager would have, would have wanted to hang around if he was working as a stop-go guy. <laughs> Wouldn't have got a lot. What's 7% of that worth? Not so sure. So, anyway, he's got himself a, uh, he, a start at the Dolphins. They have uh, a lot of good forwards, and he, and he will have to um, – he'll have to play and train probably like he never has before. Well, I – I read that uh, he was really tired and sleepy. He was having a really good sleep one day, and his phone rang. He looked over, and he said, oh, I'm just going to ignore it. But I looked over, and I thought it was Wayne. And he said the phone call only went for about 25 seconds. He said, I want you to come and play for me. And I said to him, send the contract. He goes, it'll be there tomorrow. And then he hung up. Yep, that was it. <laughs> uh, I've got to say with Jared and, and the players that they've got there, it's easy to say they've got a lot of ageing players in the forwards, and they have. But also, it's not about what they do next year. It's about... It's about the platform that those experienced players will set, the values that they'll set in years to come. That's right, because when you do, if you start out at a club, or even if at some point in your history you've got a very young forward pack, it can be quite difficult and detrimental to the other young players coming through mm. because they're not they're not protected by the senior players who who, who know, know their way around the park and can make sure you you know you come into an established forward pack. So they're starting with an established forward pack. Just got to build those combinations. The Gold Coast Titans were the same when we put that club together. But we were quite strategic in, in who we recruited. We wanted family men, men that have got children and are married because they've got another responsibility Yes, that makes them realise that... And they're not out partying half the exactly, time. Exactly, and they're going to be concentrating on their job because they've got to be able to provide for the family. So to be able to get Prince and Preston Luke Campbell, Bailey. Luke Bailey, Matty Rogers in that first year. They Anthony really, LaFranchi. LaFranchi as well. They, they set a really good precedence moving mm. forward. And yeah. Two years later, they're playing finals. Set the standards, mm. yeah. Um, and I did see this about um, Matty Burton. His, uh, it's been revealed, or his agent says, he was approached by NFL scouts. I can't, to take part in the combine, I can't, um, you know, I, I can understand this completely because that kick, kick that, that he get those kicks that he can put up, isn't that exactly that monster boot? Isn't that exactly what they'd want in the NFL? Yeah, it's really strategic. You know, for us, it's about, the man at the back, the fullback or the winger dropping the ball. And that's the same in the NFL as well. But over there, it's what they call hang time. The amount of seconds that the ball can hang in the air that allows your players to get through, but also field position strategically, trying to stop the ball before 
the in goal at the other end of the field. If yeah. you can stop it, well, that's where the other team's got to start from. Right. So, it's, yeah, really strategic in, in the NFL, probably more so than the NRL. Um, but he's what they call hang time. And the good part about Matt Burton is he can play till he's 32. He then can play go. for another 10 years in the NFL. Then go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. How, how would Ricky have gone? Ricky Stewart. Mm. Big boot. Big boot, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it would have gone. Mate, the other bloke who really comes to mind for me, and you might think of some more, but uh, Greg Brentnell. Oh, big yeah, left massive footer. Big AFL background. Yep. I can see why there's so many AFL players go and have a crack and make it yeah. over there as well. Okay, better get to the break. For expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. We're going to come back and have a chat about uh, kangaroo tours and hear from uh, the coach, Mal Meninga. This is Sports Day for the eight-seat Kia Carnival. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, this morning, uh, Scotty Sattler, um, here with Gary Belcher on Sports Day. Uh, Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga on his return from a very successful World Cup with the Australian team. Um, on breakfast this morning with Patton Heels. He spoke about the importance of not losing momentum with the international game because they've, uh, they've, they've done extremely well, especially the emergence of Samoa and Tonga recently. And, um, but we can't just keep doing what we're doing. Mm. I think there has to be some changes. Have a listen. Um, well, we need a schedule. We haven't had a schedule for a long period of time, so we just don't know where, from year to year what's happening you know, in our game. So... Um, we knew that obviously with with you know the pandemic that put a bit of a hold on everything, but I just feel now that we can't let this chance go by. We've mm. we've got to have a schedule. We've got to have a four year schedule. Say so from World Cup to World Cup, it's just like the good old days when we had kangaroo tours. You yeah. know, it's from kangaroo tour to kangaroo tour. Then you had all these scheduling in between. So you know, once you've got your schedule, then obviously you, know, you can start to build your assets around all that. And, you know, when you get sponsors, sponsors can jump on board. Your supporter tours can jump on board. Players can start planning, uh, you know, what they want to do as far as their, you know, who they want to play for and things like that. I think that's that's the, the important part. Of now that we've got more than just the big three, you know, for a long time it was just Australia, New Zealand and, uh, and England. England. Mm. Uh, so we've got more than that. And people are tossing around all sorts of ideas with the Pacific Nations and uh, Four Nations tests and other stuff. But let's focus in on Sats, something that's sort of gone by by the by, uh, kangaroo tours. Mm. So traditionally a kangaroo tour, we touched on it at the top of the show, w- w- is uh, the um, squad going to play in England and France. And when I went on a, in 86 and 90, we went for Only two. 11 weeks. Only two kangaroo yes. tours, yeah. We went for 11 weeks mm-hmm. and played something like 20 games. So there was a lot of midweek games. The French leg, unfortunately, um, is is very is almost dead. I would say if they do a kangaroo tour again, and and anyone asked me, I'd say on the way over, play a couple of games in France, one test and one game against. Uh, well, they've got you clubs know, now in the UK yes. Super League, which you didn't have yes. back then. Yeah. So you, I'd play an invitational side um, for for half your squad and a test for the other half your squad, and then go to England and. You know, have a full three test tour and about another, you know, eight or ten midweek games and stuff. And and um, I would love to see it rescheduled. Can you see it happening, Sats? Because I, I reckon the 
At times, the clubs, I think, have kind of gone, oh, the players have got too much on their plates. But That's going to be the biggest concern. Players Dad. love it, mate. You just hit the nail right on the head. Firstly, do the current players, are, are they educated and understand the importance of what a kangaroo tour is all about? Mm. And a legitimate kangaroo tour, like 10 to 11 weeks, like you're talking about. Back in the you know, 50s, 60s, it was, they went for three and a half months. Yeah, well, they jumped know? on. They jumped on. They used to go on a boat and it'd take six months. They'd yeah. leave before the end of the uh, the season. In fact, when St. George won some of those grand finals, they had seven or eight players out at least once that were on the boat on the way to England for the Kangaroo Tour. Yeah. Um, yeah well, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't need to be quite that long, maybe a couple of months. Well, you're not going to get it that long anyway. You know, because back when you were playing as well in the 80s and 90s, there was no Rugby League Players Association. Mm. who are going to say, well, as part of the collective bargaining agreement, these players have to have X amount of weeks off because they're going to burn out. Now, we know sports science plays a huge role in where the game is, or from a club angle, where each player is heading in, in relation to you know, what involvement they have with on-field. But I think it's we can't lose that nostalgic component of our game. And on top of that as well, what kangaroo tours do, Badge, and you, you know firsthand, is the effect that it has on the provinces over there? Yep. Playing against your, you know, your, your, your Bradfords and your, your Leeds and Halifax uh, your, your Wiggins. And well, well so that leads me to another problem. Their season finishes when our season finishes, all those clubs. We used to go over and they, their season was just getting underway. It had been going for a couple of months. They played the opposite time to us. They played, we'd played through our winter. They played through their winter. So we'd be over there playing against all these club sides who've got – you know, half a dozen games under mm. the belt or more. If they go on a kangaroo tour now in October, November, those clubs have all finished. And any club that doesn't make the finals are finished in August. Mm. So it's a, it is a tricky thing to say, okay, now come back and play against the world's best team. Uh, it's going to be great for the gate takings. But you're going to play against the world's best team and you haven't played a game of footy in two months. The flip players. side of that is, much like our players, a part of kangaroo train-on squads when they don't make the finals, they have to keep training and make themselves available if they're, if they're in the running. Is The flip side of that is you've got players in the UK that will continue to play with the ability to impress those NRL clubs and mm. those CEOs and coaches while playing against the best team in the world. And getting an opportunity in the NRL, and that's and that's that's what the old NRL, the old kangaroo tours were about. That's how a lot of NRL clubs found yep. a lot of the UK players and brought them out. You Phil Clark's and there's a lot of players that didn't make, didn't Adrian make, Morley you know, and Dennis Betts, Dennis and, Betts, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Andy Platt, yes, lots and lots Martin of them. Martin so yeah, Gary Schofield. And, so I I think it's really in, important. It's imperative that we don't lose that nostalgic component of the game. Now, Mal went on four kangaroo two as a record and uh, and barely lost a game uh, and just as outstanding. And I saw after the after the last match, uh, after the final, where he walked down. You just heard this, the crowd erupting. It was Mal walking down out of the stands at Old Trafford. They just love him over there. What he understands as a, uh, a short-term coach is the importance of having a squad that's all pulling together and enjoying each other's company. He made sure... You know, there was a. I reckon there was a few people he was a bit unsure about. There'd be a few people that would have missed out on this tour, um, probably because they didn't quite fit with what he wanted. Uh, but he said he told Patton Heels this morning this was one of the happiest squads he worked with. Yeah, just from day day one, um, you could see there was. Um, now James Tedesco talked about connection, how we you know one family. Um, we talk about you know just 
regardless of what happens, we all stick together, you know, on the footy field and off it. And I thought, and uh, in my experience, honestly, mate, I, it was one of the happiest groups I've ever been associated with. You know, that's mm. in my playing days and obviously in my coaching days. So they all bonded really well and everyone's for each other. And that, that team environment, you know, was created by the players and, and all the staff and the families end up coming over the last few weeks as well. So, I mean, it was that... It was like um, yeah, one big family reunion yeah. there at one stage, and you know, it was just yeah, it was yeah, it was really, I was really pleased with um, the outcome. Obviously, there's some quality. Can't have as many funny stories as good time as we had in '86. I can tell you now. There's uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of quality guys. Yeah. You've met them individually in that Kangaroo Tour squad. That yep, you can see why they would keep that connection. Well, can I say as well for those young guys that have gone on that tour too? They will. They will remember, all of them will remember it forever, but I think the influence the likes of Mal have had, would have on them, that'll be something very important to them, mm. really. Uh, no doubt at all. Okay, better get to the break. This is Sports Day. The eight-seat Kia Carnival, a grand utility vehicle. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Sports Day, Sports Update. Let's talk a bit of cricket because the Aussies uh, went great or going great in the one day. The third one day are against England. Uh, and don't miss the uh, the Queensland Flame on December 1. Sats to see who will represent Queensland at this year's The Phoenix, one of the big greyhound races you don't want to miss. Yeah, Davey Warner has, um, apart from him batting so well today, he says he's disappointed about this uh, this appeal uh, against his lifetime leadership ban and how long it's taken. Banning someone for life, I think it's a bit harsh. I'm not a criminal. You, you should get a right of an appeal. It's tad disappointing that when you make a decision in 2018, it's in four days and then this takes nine months. So that's the hardest thing. It, you know, it's traumatic for me and my family um, and everyone else that was involved in it. Well, any, every club or every team has a code of conduct and it's, it's perplexing to think that you don't have the right of an appeal mm. as part of the code of conduct. But for Dave Warner, he can officially apply to have the lifetime leadership being overturned because Cricket Australia, their board, they've accepted a recommendation to change their players' code of conduct, yeah. their current code of conduct, well, which you've you got to do. have to have in, an appeal. In any, right. in any business. It yeah. doesn't mean he's going to get it overturned, but he no, has the not. right to be heard. So under the changes, the players and the support staff, they have to apply... Um, to have long-term sanctions modified. But they've got to be able to – it's a three-person review panel. They've got to be able to satisfy uh, a criteria. And the criteria is – and let's look at David Warner as the example – whether they have shown genuine remorse. Well, we don't know. Only the people that know him close will, will, will know how remorseful he was uh, involved in that sandpaper mm-hmm. game. Behaviour since the sanction – well, I can't – I don't think impeccable. that can be questioned. Yeah. Whether rehabilitation programs have been completed, if applicable. Well, we don't know whether there were any rehabilitation programs that were put in place. Yeah, always off the diaries. Off the diaries? Yeah. Yeah. And the length of the time since the ban. I think it's fair to say that it's, it's been quite significant. Four years, yeah. Now, I know that a lot of people, and I was one of those that says it was too harsh because when you compare it to Faf Duplessis and, and other players that, have been found not only once but twice tampering with the ball, have received fines, only missed one or two games. Yeah, our guys were given lifetime yeah. bans, and people say that's too harsh. But oh, I, some some people say never bring him back, but others go, well, you know, it was it was an overreaction in a really short period of time, mm. and well, I think most of us are somewhere in between that. Sense. Yeah, exactly. I think as a country, 
we want to send a stern message to the players that come after them that don't ever think about doing this ever again because this is what may happen. But also as a country, we also want to represent to the rest of the world that we're not going to sit on our hands mm. and we're not going to treat our superstars any differently to the the players that are playing grade cricket. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think they've made their I think they've made their point. Yep. Yep. Now, the AFLW Grand Final is officially a sellout. Uh, tickets went on sale. It only took a couple of hours. They went on sale yesterday. Um, there's been a bit of criticism around it being held in uh, uh, Brisbane's new $80 million Springfield training facility. I think it's a great idea. Perfect. The, uh, Where the, the game's at at the moment, absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, they, they froze, they'd frozen ticket prices. This is uh, the Lions versus the Demons. Adult entry, $10 and children able to attend for free. It's going to be packed. It's not all about making big money. It's about it being a fantastic spectacle and uh, yep. and good work. And, Jack, World Cup results. What do you got Hit us. for us, mate? Right. So, Netherlands beat Senegal last night 2-0. Okay. Expected. Pretty yep. pretty good result, yep. especially with Sadio Mane. I think Senegal out. play Qatar next, don't they? They are in their group. Yeah. Yep. Um, England defeated Iran 6-2. Expected. Yeah, expected. Uh, Is okay. Harry Kane the captain of England still? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bit of controversy there about the armband. It's been a whole whole. Yeah, so deal. do you know about the armband badge? Yes. It's, yeah. About. So it's about anti... Um, well, it's one love campaign that a bunch of European countries were going to wear. FIFA at the last minute changed their mind and said, hey... Uh, you can't wear it or... If you do, the captain will be given a... a yellow card. Yellow card. Yes. And then Roy Keane has come out and said, well, get the yellow card. Like, mm. If you're that much about it, send your message. Don't do it for the rest of the campaign because obviously you don't want to hurt your team. But So, controversy. And Wales drew with the US 1-0. A mm. great result. Uh, the Welsh fans were absolutely amazing as always. Happy with that. Their first return since 58 in the Cup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the US are getting a lot stronger. I mean, they're great in the women. Oh, yeah, no, they played well. They're ranked well. number one in the women, aren't they? Or, US are one or two? Well, Sweden are two. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely up there. Somewhere. They're definitely up there. But the men's, the men's format as well, the men's game as well is improving greatly, isn't it? Drastically, yeah. yeah. And we're on tonight, early tomorrow morning. Early Australia. tomorrow morning, Australia versus France. What, the what time? What time? Uh, 5 a.m. Oh, uh, Queensland, 6 a.m. Uh, daylight. Beautiful. Mm. Is that A-E-D-T? A-E-D-T, yeah. yeah good so. work. I don't know where you're listening, but... Get up. Hey, true or false is coming up. This is Sports Day, the eight-seat Kia Carnival, a grand utility vehicle. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. So what's this segment? Is this True Fact Tuesday we're doing? or like <laughs> No, true or Jack, false. Jack, can you give us a, a bit of a stinger? Can you do a true or false? Oh, will I, will I do your one? No. Yeah, do yeah true or false. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sound like. Hey, Sats, I'll throw one at you. Socceroos yep. will make the round of 16. True or false at the World Cup? True. I think they will. Wow. I think they'll... So, you oh, so be... I'll put money on a draw against France because you know, three of their best players are out, especially the best player in the world for France. So I've got a draw tomorrow morning, one all. Mbappe could beat us on his own. Okay. Uh, you don't even know who Mbappe is. Yeah. Who's he play for? Um, France. Liverpool. <laughs> and, uh, oh, is he no, he Liverpool? doesn't. Sets. He was oh, never no. at Liverpool. Oh, I'm thinking of Mane. I'm thinking of Sadio <laughs> yeah. Mane. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Um, I, think they will, I think they'll beat Tunisia. Tunisia. Yep. And I think they will upset Denmark. Denmark. Oh, they, they would be upset. Yep. Wow. I mean, they're in the top so, ten. So Denmark in the world. If, what do you have to do, Jack, to go through? Finish top two. Top two. Yeah. Top two. And how many pools are there? Eight. 
Yeah. Right. So then you got to do a round of 16. Yeah. Top two. So it means Tunisia and Denmark or France miss it. Or... Okay. Mm. Good work, Sats. Yep. Like it. I okay. True it. or false. Uh, Latrell Mitchell. Going to re-sign. We spoke about it earlier on. He looks like he will re-sign with South Sydney. And, and Jack, you spoke about it off air, actually. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he spoke so glowingly of the CEO of South, Blake Solly, who's a tremendous guy. He came mm. over from the Roosters. He's a tremendous guy, and he basically believes he's his Sydney father figure. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Based on that, true or false, Latrell Mitchell deserves to be the highest-paid player in the competition, which will be looking at about $1.3 million a year. Well, look, I won't argue that he deserves to. Uh, will he become false? I don't think they'll need to pay him yeah, good. more than, you know, any other player in the competition because he wants to be there. I mean, mm. I think I think the guys – if you're building teams to win premierships, you can't have too many players on top dollar, can you? No. And if Latrell Mitchell gets paid 900 or a million dollars a year, which, let's face it, is pretty good coin, uh, and so do, you know, some of the other stars at the club, they can afford then to keep their, you know, their other players coming through, their yep. middle-of-the-road players. So – I don't think he will become the highest paid player or, or one of in the comp, but uh, yeah, I, I agree that he deserves to because he's um, he's building quite the reputation. Yep. Uh, quickly, one one for you, Sats. Penrith will agree to host the World Club Challenge against St Helens. True, I think they will because I think they've got a well. They're a club that want to be regarded as the best in the world. Yeah. Two, they've got a group of players that love a challenge. And and if you were a player and they said, oh, you can either play Parramatta in a trial and we get a big crowd mm-hmm. or the World Club Challenge, what are you going to play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not about exactly. the coin. All right, this is Sports Day for the eight-seat Kia Carnival. Back soon with our last blast. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, weather update sats for New Farm Australian through and through. Uh, if you're listening in Cairns, that's on coast 101.9. Did you know that? Yes. 101.9. Uh, birthplace of uh, Justin Hodges, Nate Miles. There's a couple of uh, photos Cairns, of Paul Gallon. Cairns Kangaroos. I know Hodge played for Cairns Kangaroos. I'm not sure whether Nate Miles was a Cairns Kangaroos boy. We were talking last night with um, our mate Brian Fletcher about the biggest Heads in right. That's Nate Miles has had that massive head. Yeah. yeah, massive forehead. Mel- toughest man. Wow. He was, he was um, always highly regarded by every club that he played at, mm. um, and used his head as a weapon. I know in defence as well. He used to jam his head right into your like where your neck and your jawline sort of mitts, meets. Yeah. He used to jam oh. his head into there in the tackle. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. Anyway, there it's uh, going to be mostly sunny for you um, tomorrow. Talking Top of thirty three. Top of thirty three in Cairns. Low of 25. That's warm, isn't it? Talking to one of our good mates, Jimmy Hooper, today. And he's up at Port Douglas at the moment, which is, of course, just above Cairns. Beautiful spot. Never been to Port Douglas. Yeah, mm. I just don't like the Crocs. New Farms products are formulated with good the shoes. highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, building a more resilient Queensland, that's the Suncorp spirit. Jack, why are Japanese supporters known as the best in the world? Oh, they're unbelievable. So they have a bit of a tradition of taking plastic bags and cleaning up rubbish after games. Yeah, they've got stadiums in over in Asia that happens all the time, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So they've done it the last couple of World Cups or whatever. They did it at the game they weren't even playing at. At what? Ecuador versus Qatar. They just turned up to support. There was today. just a group that were there and they were like, all right, game's over. Went and cleaned up. How good's that? Class. Amazing. And they said, basically, we're showing respect to the ground. We're yep. showing respect to the people. 
And uh, also, because there was flags around on the ground, he's like, that's a symbol of dis- – got to put that up there. Amazing. Unreal. Uh, so we've already mentioned Australia and France uh, early tomorrow morning, our time. Who else is playing? Oh, yeah. So tonight we've got Argentina versus Saudi Arabia. That would be a great game to see, yeah. Messi. Denmark versus Tunisia. So see the other teams in our group. Have a yes. look at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mexico versus Poland at 3 a.m. Oh, that could be a close one. Mexico, well, Poland. Mexico you never know. Hey, where are Portugal, Portugal, where are Portugal sitting? Um, they're just above. No, above where, oh, sorry. Where's Spain? Portugal sitting uh, with respect to one of the tournament favorites? Oh, they'd be in the conversation. Yeah. They'd be top. Top six, easy. Could you imagine if it was Argentina versus Portugal, mm. Ronaldo and Messi? Probably their last World Cups, fair to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about Australia versus Tunisia in the final? <laughs> Can't happen. Oh, why? Yeah. They can both go through. Yeah. France Denmark and Denmark, France both get rid of them. <laughs> uh, there you go. And Paul Gallon's urged Sonny Bill to try and replace him as Australia's reigning pay-per-view star. You know what he's grossed in the last three years alone? Who? Gal? No. 25 mil. Stop it. What? Are you serious? Yeah. He, he must be earning a lot more. See, so, so you know some of these fights he gets, you know, two or three mil, but then they get a cut of the gates. Yeah. And, mm. and that's that's why he keeps going. Hopefully he's fighting Justin Hodges tomorrow night, uh, about 7 o'clock uh, Eastern Daylight Time, 6 o'clock in Queensland. Uh, I just hope he gets out unscathed and, and rides off into the Me sunset. Too. Uh, you know, he's been great. Uh, he's not a favourite of Queenslanders, I know that. Um, he gets under the skin of Queenslanders. Oh, he's won me. But yeah. Tough. On the same badge. You, and, you just he, can't question his, his, his ability promo- to polarise people and, and do it for the right reasons And all these well. people that he fights, they owe him a big time. He's the one yep. that generates all the money. Well, the Maloney twins have said the same. They had to fight as an undercard to him, and that's, that's fine. We'd still have people watching us, but if we're going on pay-per-view, which means... Yeah, we're on the biggest cards in Australian boxing, so it's putting us in the limelight as well. So you're right. Good stuff. We'll keep you updated with that. Make sure you got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. Thanks for joining us. Listeners, good on your sats. Catch you Seamless. tomorrow night. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.